Welcome to Pure Mind Magic, the show to evolve your mind. Our mind is the most powerful thing we have, but no one teaches us how to use it. When we find out how, we're ready to create magic in life and in business. Learn real mindset secrets from brilliant minds around the world to change your mindset and income level forever. With every decision you make, you create your future. What is your next move? Now, welcome your host. Host, international magician, speaker, and podcast performance consultant, Jennifer S. Royal. Hi, this is Jennifer, and thanks for joining me today at Pure Mind Magic for a special interview with my guest, Michelle Lowbridge. So I did a little bit of a summer break with the show, you might have noticed. And now I'm coming back with one of my all-time favorite interviews. Why is that? Because today we are talking about money blocks and how to get rid of them. I have to say it was that I ordered a new book and everyone who knows me knows that I just love books and I'm collecting books like every day. And I came across a book that is called Wealthology, The Science of Smashing Money Blocks. And obviously, when you decide to make money or earn money, you first have to destroy all your money blocks to get rid of everything that is holding you back and that is stopping you from really receiving money that is just another kind of energy. So I picked up this book and flew to the Canarian Islands where my best friend has a house and over the clouds I started to read this book and I just love doing that while traveling by plane because I think it has a special energy when you are up there like kind of out of the world. So it really got deep into my mind and into my subconscious mind and I love the concept of Michelle to destroy all the money blocks and to come up with different like characters and telling where those people have what kind of blocks and how she developed a method to resolve all of this. And she has her own story from where she came from and how she transformed her own life concerning the money theme. So it's really amazing and it's really inspiring and it's absolutely authentic everything what she's saying and she has such a different approach to money than I have ever heard before. So this is going to be a really interesting interview when you are interested in making money, making more money and breaking free from everything that is negative around money, all the beliefs you have in your mind and the blocks why you can't move on and why you are stuck in your business and maybe even in your relationship because we know when there are money issues this can also cause tremendous trouble in your private life and in your relationship with your partner or your family. So I'm sure you will learn a lot in this interview. So be very concentrated to everything Michelle is telling you. So this is kind of a coaching here you can listen to. And my best advice, absolutely pick up her book, Wealthology. I will leave a link in the show notes for this. And also check out her website because she is doing one-on-one sessions with people to really smash your blocks on money when you are interested in that. So enough of my words before I would say 
let's dive into this interview. And the cool thing is when you have a podcast like me, you are able to do that and reach out to amazing people like Michelle and get them on the show. So I was very happy that she said yes. And when you're also interested in podcasting, I will leave a short link to my book that explains how podcasting can change your life. So you can bring both together podcasting and earning more money with a lot of pleasure. So Let's get the interview rolling for you. Here she is from UK, Michelle Lowbridge. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to Pure Mind Magic. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to have you here because I love when I read a book where I can't stop thinking about it to have the author on the show. And the book I'm talking about is called Wealthology and we will dive deeper into what this is all about and how you can smash your money blocks. But before we do, can you please give us a short introduction to you? Oh yeah, sure. So, well, firstly, thank you. As a writer, it's always lovely to hear somebody's really enjoyed the book. So thank you for that. Um, I am, I'm from a therapy background and I now specialize in helping entrepreneurs to clear their resistance to money, smash their money blocks and basically get into the flow of prosperity and enjoy making and keeping and consciously saving and spending wealth. Fantastic. So, Michelle, there are so many areas out there. Why did you decide exactly on working on money blocks? Um, It was a complete accident. So I had a therapy practice where I was doing energy work, kinesiology based energy work and helping lots of people with all sorts of things. And I was giving lots of discounts and it wasn't really a sustainable business model. I was pregnant with my third child and I just thought I'm going to close this down. I want to do something online. And I thought I was going to be moving away from the energy work and teaching Um, teaching mindset classes which I've been doing in person I thought I'm going to move that online that'll work really well being at home with a baby Um, and then I had Jackson this was the summer of 2014 and I then was reading The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks and in that he talks about this upper limit concept where we have a cap on how much joy we can experience how much love we can have And I just thought, oh, my God, I can see how this shows up in my life around money. I had um, another business at the time. And when one got busy, the other one would go quiet. And then when that one got busy, the other one would go quiet. And my income was consistently capped at a really rubbish level. And so I thought, okay, what am I going to do about this? So I tuned in and found the blocks, the energy blocks around it. And there was a story there that I picked up during childhood. I had two sets of grandparents and my on the one side, they were really wealthy and really miserable and tight-fisted. And my other grandparents were just kind of regular people and they were really loving, really good fun, great to spend time with, super generous, welcoming all the things that you you know, the ideal grandparents. And my young brain had turned this into a story that if I make a lot of money, I will no longer be like these lovely people and I will be miserable and tight fisted. And I was just resisting making any more money. So I did some energy work, cleared up that pattern. And within 48 hours, I felt really different. And I went into a Facebook group I was part of 
and said, no, I've got I've got something new I want to practice. Who who wants to play? And I was clearing blocks for them. And I'd done that before and it had got a good, um, you know, people were interacting with it and getting involved and enjoying it and saying it was great. But this time people started saying, can I book a session with you? Can I work one-on-one with you? And I was like, oh, no, I've shut my business. I've just had a baby. I've retired. Um, I'm not doing that. And people were saying to me, well, if you come out of retirement, if you change your mind, let me know. So I went to my husband and said, listen, this is happening. People are now lining up, literally queuing up to give me money. What do you think? And he was like, I think you should make some money if that feels good to you. (laughs) So he held the baby and off I went and I just made... um, just made a link to pay me there was no sales page no pitch and I literally just said if you want to book a session with me it's a hundred pounds and previous to this like my session rate was meant to be 40 pounds I would discount it down to 30 or 20 sometimes I'd managed to charge 70 which was my you know high-end rate at the time Um, but I very rarely would be able to bring myself to say that that was the price Um, so with this I just said you know what I'm going to say it's a hundred pounds and no one's going to pay that because no one's ever paid that before but if they do it'll feel really good and I'll it'll be worth me taking some time out from my kids and my husband over the summer holidays and Pete was a teacher so he was he was on standby and so I posted this link and overnight 11 people bought a session from me and I'd made 1100 pounds and that was you know about a month's money at the time and I'd done it in 24 hours and then over the next seven days another 14 people bought sessions with me and I'd made two and a half grand and I had um 25 clients and I did sessions with them working on their money blocks and they all then went off and were immediately like making more money feeling different about money and then they were telling other people and it just completely snowballed. By the end of the summer, I couldn't keep up with the demand. Pete was going back to teaching. I didn't really know what I was gonna do, but it felt like I got so much momentum. So I launched a group program and in two weeks, I made $45,267. And Pete went back on the first day of term and handed in his notice, quit his job instead of going back for the term. And since then, he's been at home taking care of everything here. And I've been running the business and I've helped thousands of entrepreneurs with their money stuff through books, through programs, um, some clients working one to one. And I've trained practitioners in my method and I'm completely obsessed with helping entrepreneurs and coaches and therapists um, and healers to really feel really good about themselves about their work about wealth so that they can bring all those things into alignment and make money from doing what they really love to do that is so fantastic and so inspirational so michelle can you give the audience a few examples on how money blocks can show up in life and in entrepreneurship yeah sure there's a I approach it in this kind of there's two different um, ways you can look at it and I think both are really important so the one is our attitude to money itself so um, this this comes into things like what we think about rich people 
have we been told that you know money is dirty that it shouldn't be talked about that it's shameful that you know rich people are idiots or assholes or <laughs> whatever else we've been told and those things will really um hold us back from money and then there's another side of it which i think is often um overlooked and what i found was during my work i started to notice that there were different energies that p different people would use to make money so some people really make more money when they're they have a strategy and they've got a plan and a goal and they're working step by step and that puts them in a certain frame of alignment that their money comes to them. And then for other people, they make money when they've got a kind of fierce energy, when they're determined, when they've got something that they're almost kind of pushing against or trying to prove. And I found that there were six different kind of money-making energies. And within those, 12 kind of themes that hold us back. So for example, how we feel about family and how our family feels about success, how we feel um, about the past, what are we angry about? What do we try and control? Uh, how do we um, how do we feel about the amount that we're allowed to do what we want to do? And how much are we allowing ourselves to say what we actually want to say? And when I cross-reference these um the money making energies in those areas it gives you some really good insights into how people get stuck around and it's not just money it's around success it's around showing up it's around being proud of what you do being able to speak freely about it being able to connect with your audience around it really getting into alignment connecting with your purpose and those things I believe are money blocks because they they show up as a lack of money. Interesting. Mm. And from reading your book, I know that when you work with clients that they get results in days and sometimes even in hours. Why is this so powerful? The energy work you are doing that you are able to shift instantly and are able to really attract money. I just think it, it, good question. I think it must be because I'm doing the work I'm meant to be doing. I think, I think that must be why, to be honest, I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. Uh, it really is my, um, my zone of genius, I guess, to quote Gay Hendricks again. I love the, uh, the big leap. Um, and it just is, I guess it just is what are what I'm here to do. And when I work with somebody, um, quite often when we get those results for a client, they are people who are already they have a business or they have something they're brilliant at, and there's it's almost like a mystery as to why they're not reaching their next income level. And so when we go in there and kind of it's like you know, picking a lock, really, then it just opens the door to all the money that's been waiting on the other side of it. And yeah, I guess that that's my skill is, you know, for the people that are drawn to work with me who are who kind of fit that, that profile, I just have the keys to open that door. 
Wow, what a nice picture, all the money that is waiting on the other side and (laughs) being able to open the door. I think this is what everyone is wishing for. And to me, it seems like around money, there are a lot of things that are unconscious. So people are not aware of what is going on and what blocks they have. And we all know that money is energy. And I grew up also with hearing all the time that money doesn't grow on trees. And I came across a book and the author said then that no money does on trees because or does grow on trees because it's made of paper and it made me rethink. And I think that we (laughs) have a lot of these beliefs installed that uh, affect how we deal with money. What would you say, Michelle? Yeah, absolutely. So much of it comes from family. Growing up and what we heard our parents either saying directly to us to us, or saying to each other, or sometimes what they would say about um, rich people or wealthy people or that somebody who was doing slightly better. Or maybe if it wasn't our parents, it might be another influential figure. Um, you know, an uncle or a grandma or the conversation that was had around the table at a family gathering. Um, so I think those those things are so impactful because when we're little, we're just little sponges and we're soaking all of that up. And all we really want to do is stay safe and stay connected. So if we start to feel like, oh, well, the rich people are ostracized or they're not welcome or if I change too much, then I'll no longer belong here. The subconscious brain just does everything it has to everything it can to keep us small and keep us in the same place and it's trying to protect us but all it is doing is limiting us so much of the time yeah that's really crazy and it can go through the whole adult life right so when you don't solve it and Let's dive a little bit into your book, The Wealthology, How to Smash Money Blocks. Mm -hmm. So what is the core concept and who is this book for? So the concept I think we probably covered earlier. So um, it's for, um, well, it's for coaches, um, entrepreneurs. I originally wrote it as a guide for other coaches and therapists so that they could use my framework with their own modality to identify what was going on with their clients. And then what happened was when it was published, and then it got picked up by a New York publishing house, that then they were seeing that um, lots of entrepreneurs were just reading it for, for themselves and taking it to their coach or to their therapist um, and saying, okay, this this is me, this is a picture I can see, this is what I wanna work on. And so it's kind of evolved a little bit that now it's it's more of a broader um, thing. You can kind of read it for yourself as well as helping your clients. And the concept is there's a quiz at um, wealthology-official.com and you take the quiz, it's 11 questions, it's really quick, and that will immediately tell you what your Wealthology profile is. You don't have to put your email address in to get the report, it's all there. Um, and then once you've got your profile, then you can read the book, and you'll either, you're either going to be um, an achiever, a strategist, a hustler, um, a guardian, a thinker, or the light. And it's best really not to have those in mind too much when you answer the questions, although the quiz is set up so that you can't really cheat the system. You just have to, <laughs> just to not um, 
not overthink it and just go with your first instinct to every answer. But 99.9% .9 of the time, you know, the outcome on that quiz will be absolutely correct. And we all identify with parts from the other profiles, but what it's about is the energy you're in when you're making money. And when you know that, if you know, for example, okay, well, I make money when I'm in a that determined mindset, or I make money when I'm um, feeling worthy of money, which is how the thinker operates, then you can focus on spending time in that energy, getting into alignment with that. And the book will help you identify the places that you will find that difficult. And then you can un unravel those, unpick those, and find yourself in that state more and more of the time. So you're making money more of the time. Awesome. So I would highly suggest everyone listening to take the quiz, find out who you are, and then finding out where you are stuck. And Michelle, it's often said that you can't manifest wealth from a place of lack. What would you say on this? Yeah, I think I think that is it is true. <laughs> I can't I can't argue with that. Absolutely. Um and I also think it's important that not to just because you you might feel like you're completely in lack and it's really important to bear in mind that even baby steps towards a more abundant mindset will will get you there and you can see changes and shifts really quickly and that I'm an impatient person and that's why I like energy work because you can go and you can identify something and instead of spending you know months in therapy you can you can clear up that pattern in a few minutes and and I also think it's really important to remember that the universe is really forgiving and it and it's also really um kind and supportive and it always backs a novice so if this is your first time kind of looking at mindset work which it probably isn't if you're listening to this podcast but if you if when it comes to money this is something that you think oh my god i'm so much in lack all of the time even if you just spend five minutes a day where you connect with that feeling of abundance or do something that makes you feel abundant you can start to amplify it and it will start to gather momentum and then you can just take it from there i think sometimes people think oh my god i've got to have this wealth mindset and then they feel like they're a million miles away so they get completely overwhelmed they feel like they're failing and then they just don't do it and you you don't have to do that even a, a few minutes a day will will really be of benefit that's a great idea so what you say that doing meditations can help or i came across other concepts that say like have a 100 pound note with you and go like shopping and imagine what all you can buy for it over and over like that you're then spending 10,000 or even 100,000 so what would you say are some practical tips to get momentum going here sure practically there's what one thing that i um have done for years and i think it's probably a really good foundation for when my money stuff really clicked into place i had, uh, always have two bank accounts and I um, like pay myself from the business bank account into the one one bank account. And that has 
all of the bills um, set up on monthly direct debits. And I have an Excel, this is a bit geeky now, but I have an Excel <laughs> spreadsheet that has all those monthly bills in it. So they're totals at the bottom. And I can go in there and adjust that for a month if I know like July, two of my daughters have their birthdays, Jackson's birthday's in June. So like June, July, there's gonna be some extra expenses. Christmas or holidays or whenever, there's gonna be some extra expenses. So I can go in there, adjust that, make sure that the money for the bills then stays in that account and then um, whatever is kind of extra, I move into an account that is the card that I have a debit card for. So I don't have a card off the bills account. And what I found was this enabled me to say to myself all the time, all my bills are paid. I know I've got all the money for my bills. It's already there. It's already sorted. And I never had that feeling of going to buy something with my card and thinking, oh, is this going to mean that I can't pay the gas? You know, um, does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so I think that in terms of like something you can do really easily, super practically, I mean, you can you can get most of that stuff set up really fast and online. Um, and I've, I've found that that's a that's a really good thing in terms of the actual kind of manifesting. I like having a goal. Um, so and it can be a financial goal. But what I found works really well uh, and you know, they, I think, again, these things vary for different people, but I found it really helpful to give the money a home. So if I'm asking for, you know, $100,000, um, it's because I want, last year we um, built our own house. So we move moving into a new built house and they're obviously going to need some money to do that. Um, so the money, it had a home. Previous to that, when the business took off, the story I told you at the start, my, I'd had a goal knowing that I was having my third baby and knowing that kind of mentally staying at home with a little one from naught to four on my own was going to be kind of tough on my mental health. Um, that I had a goal that, okay, by the time Jackson's one, I didn't know he was going to be called Jackson at the time, but by the time this baby is one, I would really like to be... Um, making money so that Pete is working part-time so that we were sharing that responsibility and we could both you know either he'd be out of teaching or have our own business so I wasn't just trying to manifest a certain amount of money there was a point and I really really desired that goal and actually in Think and Grow Rich he really um, Napoleon Hill really talks about that burning desire for something what is it you really want i really wanted my husband to be at home um after we'd had the baby and it and it ended up happening um jackson would have been like august september like three months old when that happened and i had kind of given myself until the following april may so i think once we have a goal and it can be a monetary goal but the money's got to be something like give the money a home why is it coming in and then we start looking for the blocks and resistance to that and then taking little steps towards it. And super important, we stop taking steps every now and again and rest and relax. And some people call it surrender. I find that a very tricky, tricky word. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, just to just to let go and let the universe take over and, you know, detach 
I think the key is to detach from from what we want, because I think sometimes we have our goal on the other end of a piece of elastic and we're pulling on it and pulling on it and pulling on it so hard. And at the point when we let go, it kind of pings towards us. Um, so those would be my kind of practical steps. And one other thing I find when I talk to people, they talk about wanting like a big sum of money. And then they talk about how they want to give it away. And while I admire that and it is noble, a couple of things I think are really important. Sometimes that is a sign that people are trying to justify why they need the money because they don't think it's okay to have have it for themselves. And feeling worthy of money and deserving of having it for you just because you want it, just because you want a new house or something for yourself or something for your kids or a new car or a holiday is totally fine. And I think you need to be at peace with saying, yeah, I want I want all the things and this is why I want them. And these are some of the places where I'd like to give money because when we're in that justification mode, it's a sign that we're pushing the money away. And you, I can literally just feel it when someone's doing that in my, I feel it in my heart center, that there's a resistance there because they don't feel comfortable with saying, I, I, I want those things. And also, I think something else that happens is, if you're really putting out a super strong vibration of, I want a million dollars so that I can um, give it to this charity or give it to this course, the universe just goes, oh, okay, and just directs the money to the charity or the cause. It doesn't need to come through you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I hope that is helpful. Yeah, absolutely. So really great advice you are sharing here. Right. And Michelle, you, you said it before, like that, when money is tight, it also affects success people are having. And I think it maybe it starts with money that you kind of get stuck and not moving any further. And we all know that when you have more money, you have more opportunities, more things to choose from. And when you don't have the money, you are very limited with choices and things you can do. So you can't really move on, like whether it's traveling or going to a convention at the other side of the world or whatever. Why do you think that money really, I don't know, or uh, creates this feeling of uh, being stuck and you have this feeling then of being uh, trapped? Because I think money, for me, I'm not, I do, well, I was going to say I'm not that bothered about large sums in the bank. That's really not true because I'm a Taurus, so I love seeing large numbers in the bank. But money, <laughs> really, what the, it's about what those numbers mean. And what what I mean is that What's really important to me is freedom and choice and, and and power over my own life, over my own destiny. And money gives you those things. Money is freedom. Money is choice. Money is power. And I think the more conscious, loving, big hearted entrepreneurs, and I have a, you know, quite a big affinity with working with female entrepreneurs, women, um, the more the more of those people who have freedom and choice and power the better the world will be 
Yeah, that sounds really good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think making peace with having money it just means that you you equip yourself with freedom and choice and power and that means you're empowered then to empower other people mm, very nicely said michelle thank you <laughs> so i think it's really you touched on it as well the mindset and i just created an episode about mindset and why it is so powerful and i think the whole inner game does play this huge important role and some time ago i was uh, watching an interview between Oprah and J.K. Rowling. And it was so interesting because I'm sure you know that uh, J.K. Rowling comes from this place where she was almost poor, like uh, struggling a lot all the time. And yeah. then Oprah asked her, and it was so interesting because it was this interview like between two billionaires, two yeah, powerhouses, uh, <laughs> yeah, female billionaires. And then Oprah asked, so do you really realize that you have all this money and that you are so rich now? And then J.K. Rowling said, it took such a long time because when she was shopping and she saw a nice clothes, before she was thinking, oh, should I get A or B? And then it really yeah. took a long time until she realized, oh, I can have both. So yeah. I was wondering the inner game and when you change the outer world, how long it will take to like match up and really get an alignment and I don't know, accept it and become mm -hmm. one with it. Like in this case of lottery millionaires where they get all the yeah. sum of money, but they are not ready from their mindset. So what would you say? How can we start on the inside to create this success on the outside and really keeping up? with it yeah i think keeping keeping money is um is another part of the puzzle really um because we have we have some stories around that things like um if i'm wealthy i have to take care of everybody else or i i don't i'm not actually deserving of the money that i've made and i think what can happen is if you happen to manifest the money before you've done the inner work and you don't have um, somebody really at least experienced in the financial um, side of things. Even if, you know, I would imagine that as soon as JK Rowling was making a lot of money, she probably had some good advice from her, you know, her publisher and her agent. She had people hopefully taking care of her and then she had to do the mindset stuff. To, to catch up I'd be really interest, interested actually to know you know how she, how she took that inner journey what what she did um, so when when those two things don't match up yes the money um, we we can find ways to spend it or overspend it and quite often um, you know I chat to people who have had a really successful year in their business or even a really successful couple of months in their business and they've smacked into that upper limit um, and they look back and they're like, oh my God, where's it gone? I've got nothing to show for it. And it's because they've, they've created the ability to make the money, but then they haven't created a container for it. And so, which is why... Um, I now kind of, at the beginning, I don't know if you noticed, but when I was talking about what I do, it's partly about helping entrepreneurs consciously save and spend because you want that you want that feeling of um, 
security and building for the future, especially when you work for yourself. You know, I know there's no, they say there's no such thing as a job for life now, but you know, we're not in a company, there is no pension, there is no retirement plan. And so we have to kind of take care of that for ourselves. And so it's really important that we get aligned with holding on to some of the money in a in a healthy and balanced way. Mm, Yeah, makes perfectly sense. Mm. And now, Michelle, I have a question for you. What is really what are many people asking and you as the wealth expert? So I'm curious what you are saying to this. (laughs) I know that Rob Moore said something interesting first when it comes to money, because he was saying that. So the question is that you can start thinking about does, (laughs) (laughs) does money make you happy and Rob said that only someone who had money and had no money can answer this question authentically and Mm -hmm. this shifted something for me as well because I thought it is really true so because most of the time it's people that have no money that are about to tell you oh money doesn't make you happy just follow your passion, do what you love and the money will follow. And it's not about the money. And normally this advice comes actually from people who don't know. So, but when we break it down from your work, working with all the money, money, energy, money blocks, working with entrepreneurs and from your own experience, would you say that money can make you happy? I mean, I'm super happy when I'm lying on a beach in a really lovely place. (laughs) I'll be really happy when I'm in Mauritius in a couple of weeks time. And that holiday wasn't free. Um, (laughs) No, not to be flippant. So I think I think money alone can't make you happy. Because as human beings, there's no point in sitting in a room full of money. And, you know, if you've got um, no one to chat to, no one to care for, no one to connect with, um, no one to enjoy it with, you know, we're not satisfied by material things alone. And, and money can, and on the flip side of that, money can buy you experiences, it can buy, it can give you security, it can give you, you know, like you mentioned before, opportunities to go and meet new people and connect and do things and see things and experience things that you wouldn't otherwise do. So I think money alone won't make you happy. But if you already have, you know, (laughs) I think it's really easy for people who are in a comfort zone to say money won't make you happy. And I think sometimes that comfort zone isn't even a particularly comfortable place. It's just that they cannot see a way out of it. And so the story that I don't need money, money won't make me happy, I don't want money, is just a more, what's the word? It's a more comfortable concept and opinion and story to have and belief to have than I want money and I don't know where it's going to come from. And I think it's the subconscious using that as an excuse to keep you stuck. Whereas I think if you can bring yourself to admit that you'd like more money and you want opportunities for money to come into your life and 
it opens that it opens the door on possibilities when you've completely shut yourself off to something it's not going to come knocking on the door whereas if you can bring yourself to admit you know what i'd really i'd like more money i like money <laughs> um money would mean i can do x y and z then you know the universe is always listening and so it 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 will then it will then start coming to you or it will start showing itself to you or you can start looking at why you have these stories around it and sometimes you know we're programmed that that's not something you say that's not that's not polite that's greedy that's materialistic that's shameful that's embarrassing you know all the things that we just don't want to be because we don't want to be disconnected. We don't want to be ostracized. Like some people find it shocking that I will talk about money and I'll talk about how much money I make. I remember going into um, a bar not far from where I live and when the book had come out, it had somehow got picked up from from a national paper and put into the local paper. <laughs> like, you know, really like, I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then I went into the... Um, went into this bar and this uh, guy who I knew, like his, our kids were at the same school. He was like, oh, I saw you in the paper. Everybody knows how much money you make. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. How, how can I, um, how can I empower other people to talk about money if I'm hiding it? Ridiculous. And by, I think, breaking down this taboo and making it like, just creating that sense of peace around, you know, Money is just, it's, it's an aspect of life. It's not the be all and end all, but it's certainly a lovely thing to have. And the more you're comfortable with it, the more of it you can enjoy, it helps other people to start thinking in those terms or maybe start opening up some, some doors that they wouldn't otherwise open. Mm, as expected, that was the perfect answer to my question and made <laughs> it really clear. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> And we talked about your book, The Wealthology. So I will put a link in the show notes for everyone to grab a copy. And mm -hmm. also on your website, you have something really cool that are your Monday letters. Can, can you give us some insights on what they are and how to get them? Oh, yeah, sure. So it's at michellelowbridge.com. And every every Monday, I write a letter to my community. And so sometimes they're about money. Sometimes they're about things that are stopping making us making stopping us making money um, or any other thing. I kind I write them on a Monday. So whatever is kind of coming through as a good a good message to share. That's what I write about. And yeah, people I always get a lot of responses. I've got quite an engaged community of um, readers, which I'm so grateful for. And so, yeah, if you'd like to come and um, get those, they're just on the website. And uh, if I'm doing something new, then that is where I obviously share it. But there, there's no funnel. There's not a lead up to anything. There's no, um, you know, I'm not pitching something uh, every week. I'm literally just sharing what's on my mind, trying to give something of value, trying to open people up to what's possible and really to help everybody feel better about themselves is what I'm trying to do every Monday. <laughs> Very nice. So what is the best way to connect with you when someone is interested? Where can we send them? 
Oh, thank you. Well, um, you can email me, which is michelle at michellelowbridge.com. And that's probably the best place. And on the website is obviously a contact form. And you can message me on there. It's only seen by me. So if you want to share money stuff that's going on, it's all kept confidential. And that's a good place to connect. Fantastic. So I think we get all this covered and you answered my questions really fantastic today. So I would like to leave the last words of this episode up to you. Any kind of inspiration you would like to share with the audience to leave them in a good vibe for this day. Anything you learn from a mentor or something you find in a book or whatever comes to your mind first. The stage is yours and thank you for being on the show. Ah, oh, thank you very much. Okay, what springs to mind is um, a quote from The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho, which is my favorite book of all time. It completely changed my life. If you haven't read that book, get that book. If you've read it, reread it. It's so good. <laughs> And in that, he says, when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle, for being my guest. And I would love to stay in touch with you. I would love that. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, you now know probably why this is one of my all-time favorite interviews and I'm sure you got the amazing energy of Michelle and you are ready to now smash your money blocks. So make sure to check out her amazing book. The link is in the show notes as well as the link for my podcasting book. You can check out that as well. It's also with Kindle Unlimited. And now, you know, from time to time, I open the show up for some musicians to reach out to get a little bit of promotion here. And when you're interested, you can listen to their music. Otherwise, it's just the end of the show here. So I'm playing you a song today from Sylvester White. And the title of the song is pretty lady so see if you like it i know everyone likes different music but maybe this is something that inspires you or has any kind of message for you right at the moment and there will also be a link to his website to where you can get the song in case you like it so i wish you a wonderful weekend talk to you soon until then create some magic
Touch you there. Only want to love. 